what is good divine dolls and divine series so you're probably going to see in the title i already know i'm going to label it um what exactly are we competing for right um i've been seeing little snippets of the 90 day fiance and you know I'm, i've kind of shared if i'm gonna keep it 100 as a young person you know, you and and dating and seeing what's out there for the most part. I remember there was a hiatus where I was in school and the whole books before boys. But getting into the game and, you know, figuring out, okay, get into shape, be docile, don't be that angry black woman, um, take care of my looks, different, you know, remember trying different hairstyles, went from natural hairstyles to like, you know, um, non-natural hairstyles right um light makeup i was in a fitness i enjoy fitness it's really a release for me like going to the gym type of a thing and um just trying to get things right and you would see you know i think that relationships were really glorified but i think that with the awakening and the age of aquarius the um layers are being pulled back right and we're starting to to see with clarity, you know, the rose, because Age of Pisces is very much um, about rose-colored lenses, right? Um, and sometimes that can mean that you see things um, not for what they truly are. And that can also run deep in me too, because I have Pisces moon, right? So um, you, tendencies are there for me to fall in love with what I think love should be in a person and not for who they really are. And so as we're transitioning from age of Pisces to age of Aquarius, now we're we're starting to like literally lift those rose colored glasses off of our, you know, off of our chins. And it's like coming up off our foreheads and we're starting to see things for exactly as they are. So Back in the days, you know, um, I would probably look at something like 90 Day Fiance. And here we have Ari and Binyam, right, are married. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Okay. I've told you guys I grew up in Southern California where black women are not the preference. There's no two ways to cut it. Um, And the area that I'm in, just about every black boy that I went to school with, um are either sexing um or have a preference with or married to hispanic asian vietnamese filipino um right i if if i uh do remember any well one black guy that i know um he was a couple of grades ahead of me he married a black woman he's a pastor Okay, but the um, religion that I'm in, they encourage the men that are pastors to marry nurses because they have really good pension plans. They pay, they can foot the bill. It's no secret there's articles on it. If you Google it on, um, if you Google it, it'll talk about how our denomination encourages our pastors to marry nurses. So, I mean, I, I think that <laughs> I really I think he's a respectable person at the end of the day, um, respectable than most. Um, but that, that, um, it's not to say that I think that he loves her, but it's not 
let's just say he was hypergamous, right? He was hypergamous. So you look for nurses and then you um, you pick from that batch and then that's who you fall in love with, if that kind of makes sense, right? So um, second guessing is kind of like, oh my gosh, the white skin, the, you know, blue eyes and, you know, I do believe she's from um, America, but she has some type of mixture. I don't know. The thing that they're... Because I'm, I'm about a minute in on um, 90 Day Fiance, and she's claiming some foreign background. I don't know what it is. It's like a cloth with like red, yellow, and green, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know where she's her family is from, but it's like you would look at that and say oh my gosh she got the marriage she got the kids but when you look back at it he can't provide for her um her family is the one that's providing for her right and that that that's that's one another couple is Kobe and Emily. Listen, you can't tell me nothing about Emily. Like y'all are probably going to laugh at me. I like Emily because she's a little, she's, if I say that she's feisty, then I, I'm shooting myself in the foot because you can't tell me nothing about, about um Emily. Emily is fit. She is docile. She is submissive. She is your you know, every black man's snow bunny, you know, beautiful, attractive. Listen, if if you love it, if you like it, I love it. Listen, Kobe, knock yourself out, right? But um, same scenario. Her parents are taking care of her. And the thing I cannot understand is why on this green earth would you want... Like, you have... You're living off of your parents. You could travel... If you want to buy whatever you want to live carefree, you know, I would say like, even if the white boys aren't checking for you, like live your best life, get some handbags, travel, eat whatever you want, you know, just the freedom of it all. I don't understand why they would, it's been said before, scrape the bottom of the barrel, but oh, but oh, but oh, but oh, but not Emily though. She got herself a prance. Okay, she's married to a African king in the making. If I'm if I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you, um, I do not like his friend. Um, I really think that they're trying to run a scheme or scam on her. Um, n- not surprised type of a thing because it's kind of like he's coaching him on how to get over on Emily. I feel like it's that whole fifty fifty conversation where, um. I remember he said, I'm the man, you're supposed to listen to me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sir, you are over here shoveling horse manure, okay? Shoveling horse manure and living in these people's house, in a whole entire other man's house. And you want her to, (laughs) I'm not, not... so, but, and so it's like, that that relationship is really, you know, if I put the jokes and giggles aside, it's, it sounds stressful as hell. It sounds stressful as hell. And if, if I'm going to keep it 100, she doesn't have the best personality. She's everything of, you know, if, if, if black men are going to say she's fit, docile, submissive, every black man's preference, then like I said, if you like it, I love it. 
But if you peel back the layers, um, also there's the gaslighting that comes with with that um with that dynamic, right? And so now she's in a place where she's second guessing herself, and now she's starting to conform. When really, at the end of the day, she really should be standing in her femininity because. He he's saying that he should be the man of the household for no other reason than, than that he has an external lower member that she doesn't have, right? He's not paying the bills. He doesn't have a job. He don't have a castle, don't have a kingdom. Um, so, but then the, the tactic that I'm observing is um, the, he, he is actually... Um, just as bad as Bilal, um, and I think part of it is um, the coaching he's getting from his friend. But narcissism 101 is to extract her from where her family is to where now he's going to be, she's going to be in his community. And um, it's almost like I, I think uh, uh, this is reminding me of. Um, the Hebrew Israelites. I remember um, back in the day I, I was in a chat um, and they were talking about it was really bizarre. I was like in there for maybe like 10, 15 minutes. And they were talking about how, you know, they run a tight ship. So, you know, you bring your wife there and if they need to um, enforce domestic discipline or show you how to do it then they will come over, you know, and they will address the woman and put her in her place for you. And if you have any problems, they will, you know, continue to course correct her, right? And he was sharing how he had done that for several of the men. They would bring their wife, you know, and if she wasn't um, complying or being submissive, then the elders would come and course corrector and I I cannot begin to imagine what that would feel like um and so here you have them extracting her um away from and I've talked about this in another podcast one of the first signs that you can tell you're kind of dealing with with there's different types of narcissists right um or predatorial behavior but even um uh I think it's the podcast where I talk about using a wing woman um, and how it will tell you certain things about how he approaches you. But I would say a lot of red flags would go up for me if uh, the guy comes in and he's trying to remove you from your friend and say, oh, you're a grown woman. You don't need to have your friend around. And then the second shoe is, you know, trying to remove you from your family and or your friends, right? So she's going to be isolated to where now she's dependent on him and in a community where they're going to be really hammering down on her, gaslighting her, that type of thing. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about too. Oh, so that little stunt he pulled also before, like the night before they were supposed to get married, that is a gaslighting tactic, right? So what he will do is um, really crush and try to annihilate her and make her second guess herself because he was like saying, oh, come on, don't you think I would marry you? Like I came all the way here um, and that should be proof that I'm going to marry you. But if you don't want to get married, then I'm not going to get married. 
And I think that it's one of those things we talk about ladies, like sometimes we want things so bad. I even think back to my past relationships and getting to that tipping point where it's like, do I really want to try to stick this out and or push for the marriage and or push for competition? And I mean, the thoughts do go through your head and, and the answer can be no just as quickly as the thought goes through your head. But it's like, She's thinking about all the time she has put in, the public embarrassment of having been on TV, you know, having brought him around the family. Now she's apparently at, at least has one kid with him and has another one on the way, right? And it's like, if you really, I think, are on the outside and removed from all the emotions, you'd be like, it's the audacity for me. Send him back. He's like, I flew all the way here. Send him back. Let him buy his flight ticket all the way back, Right. Let him go back to his kingdom. Let him go back to his rulership. And, you know, your parents will continue to take care of you and your kids. Not the best. I know, not the most popular opinions. But listen, <laughs> send him back. But is that what we're really competing for? Like, I I think that, you know, if ever there was a day when you would be like, Oh, he took our black man from us. He took our brightest and our best. No, no, no. No, 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 Emily. Emily, you can have him. Like, mm mm. Mm mm. Mm mm. That, oh, should I say it? That's a little bit too rude. Woo. That's the type of guy you should get horses just so he can shovel horse manure. Like, he has serves no purpose. I'm just going to say it. But anyways, and so then, yeah. Then the third one is the Shaida and Bilal one. And when I tell you, you, it's really sad because, like I said, I've been there, right? And, but for as quickly as the thought went through my mind, it was, the answer was no. And that stuff hurts because you do get attached to the person. You do develop feelings for that person. You know, it just is a part of the process. But you see her going through a lot of S-H-I-T leading up into the marriage. And I mean, she and, and so the same way she's extracted from her family and friends, you know, she's the only one out here. I remember the first time. And I do deliberately say um, first time he put he was going to put her out of the car. Um, If she was a back home, (laughs) that relationship, in my opinion, would have been over, I think, because she has resources there. She already knows she can just hop off. She's in the community that she knows she can get an Uber, go home. She has her finances, nothing but a chicken wing. He'll be on his way back home. Right. But she's at her. She don't know nobody. I don't even like just to tell you my level of comfortability. And, and it could be depends on the place, too. I, I don't even feel safe driving to like Los Angeles. Every time I have gone there on my own, I feel like I am a fish out of water because the people move different. The energy is different. And, you know, it's a lot of chaos. Right. And so even here, there's, it has its pockets, right? So who are you going to call? You know, you, all your stuff is in his house, you know? So 
it's not like you can um, just move as quickly as you need to. And um, so you just figure I've already put up with so much stuff that let me just stay with this. But at the end of the day, when you think about it, do you really want to just it just when you think about stressful, I think about what Emily goes through. I think about what Shaida goes through. I think about what Ari goes through. All the tears that they've cried, right? All the second guessing that they have for themselves. Just so freaking stressful. And, you know, it ranges because I think that with Ari, you know, and um, and I don't, I think Binyam is the guy's name. And then Kobe, they are dependent on their women, right? And... With Bilal, he's supposed to be the consentential, consentential. I can spell the word, but I can't. Um, example of quintessential. That's the word, quintessential. Um, example of, you know, high earning man. But his attitude is garbage the narcissism that comes with it and when I think about I I I, if I haven't said it before I think I've written in a couple of my podcasts every day that I'm one day further away from the um, end of my last relationship in particular I think the relationship before this one um it just it it's typical in terms of what you expect from a black male I think um but I really think I dodged a whole entire bullet with the last relationship in ways that I can't even begin to explain because when I think about like even just being able to I've been having some slow days right and when I think about the contrast between when I was in a relationship all by myself, <laughs> right, um, to now, I'm stress-free, right? I don't have to worry about anybody running around on me. I don't have to worry about catching something. I don't have to worry about, you know, um, finances, although he was well taken care of. I wouldn't say that he ever gaslighted me um, type of a thing. Um, but the peace and the quality of life, I, I, there was one lady I saw, um, I think it was on Sheila's YouTube and bless her heart. I don't know. Everybody, every woman has her life journey, but I think she's over the age of 40 or over the age of 50. And she's like, Oh, I decided I want to go back out there and, you know, try the dating pool type of a thing and I was like why would you want to do that like I think um for relationships right um dating here and there talking to different people um and it's like oh I am I'm good I don't I don't see myself ever getting that yearning to get back into that type of situation and I think like I said even when you look at the range not even with the high earner not even with the high earner because 
you know, just opening yourself up to be, um, destroyed in the sense of the best analogy that I can use is I've said this before. My dad has said, some people will put the, the juice in you just to squeeze it out. Right. So it's like, what's the point type of a thing? Um, at this point. Um, so I don't know. These Those are examples of what you're competing for. I mean, I've kind of shared, I think, over the past couple of days and even months, like even people um, I shared like two days back, this one girl I grew up with in my age range and, you know, I see her every now and again and type of thing. And the the extent and the trouble she went to to compete, Right. Um, for someone, and I even shared the example of, um, I think, is it Neo? Um, he was with someone, and the the woman that he's divorcing from now, you hear all the trauma and drama that she has gone through. Um, mother of his three children. Of three of his children. And. But she. She competed for that. Another example. Khloe Kardashian. Right. That one y'all. I. I know some people will feel bad for some of these women. But I'm just in a place where it like really tickles me. I. <laughs> oh my goodness Chloe. And. And the thing is like. I was trying to remember all the different guys that she stole. You know, I use the word stole loosely um, from different women. And it's all of them is black women like she um, from Trina. I think one of them was like uh, Ray J's one of Ray J's one of his wives or girlfriends. Um, what do you call it? Family members. Um, the Jordan, I think is her name, was the one that she took from. um that that's the Tristan one. So Tristan was with the woman when she came in and scooped him up, and then um, also um, Lamar Odom from Taraji, and you can see all types of stuff he put her through. It's like Chloe, come get them. You can have all of them. You can have a two for one, like. Come get all of them. I don't know. And so, um, I don't know. I think that there used to be a, and I'm going to probably close this out because I'm a little bit hungry. What time is it? Oh, yeah, it's lunchtime. There used to be a time when you would compete for something, but it's like, to me, when you compete for the prize type of a thing, if you're going to do that, um... I would want there to be like marriage involved, happiness, health, STD free, stress free, happy, lots of cuddles, lots of conversation, you know, um, seeing the children grow together, grow up together, making a positive impact in the community, you know, that, that. 
that would be worth something looking forward to, right? Having intellectual conversations, like, it's a little bit funny to me, too, because when you think about the quality of conversations that happen, even with the three of them, like, you can already hear some of the content and some of my interests that I'm into, and, um... Their conversations are so basic, especially when you think about Binyam. All he says is like, yeah. And he just sits there and stares like, is this weird? If if you ever listen to some of his future stuff, Binyam and Ari, his conversation skills are so lackluster. Mm-mm. And then with Kobe, um, his language his his English is not that good and um it's to the point where not only that I don't think that he really had a grasp of how business works in his country let alone in the United States and so I think that he says he had a business there, but I think didn't he only come home with like a thousand dollars in his he he sold the business and came with like a thousand dollars in his you know from his savings from the business um which you know what like let let me just keep it one hundred with you right too, because the conversation I remember talking with one of my exes about this but and I did kind of, I felt like I was overstepping my boundaries just based on the, the, the reception I might have gotten from it. But I would have told him not to sell his business, depending on the business, I would have told him to make it scalable. There's actually articles on this in Forbes, you know, um, that went quite into depth, into depth about it. But there's um, a lot of, of information out there on how to scale your business and or what would it mean for you to um, put pieces in place so that you're not so hands-on and you can oversee the business, right? And if he's talking about he has all of these, you know, kings and 200 rulerships in just his family, and um, I'm pretty sure he would have had um, cousins and, you know, some type of e-commerce connections or or not even e-commerce commerce connections that he could set up in place to keep that um money going and keep that money flowing and create a passive income for him so that he's still generating income even though he's over here to take care of some things right just found that interesting um I don't really have any input for like Ari and Binyam. Um, I think that she's going to continue to be taken care of by her parents. You know, it just is what it is. I don't have a problem with it. Right. Girls are different. I'm a girl. So come at me, bruh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then with Shaida, um, I obviously like to talk about business. Um, I... Um, think it would be, but, and again, obviously not in that relationship, but I think that, um, he's doing his own thing. He's in real estate. 
sometimes I think like I would like to talk about business, but I wouldn't want to be like in their boots on the ground type of a thing. Um, so, but what I would say for her is I really wish that she would pursue her yoga business here. I already talked about this in a previous podcast, and this might be a little bit over 30 minutes and then I'm going to close it out. But when you talk about the red flags, about how they try to um, squeeze you out of your, out of, out of connections with other people, I think some people thought it was really cute of Bilal to make a yoga studio for her in the house. But to me, as soon as I heard that, the alarm bells went off because not only does she not have access to her family and friends in her own environment, if she had her own studio um, that she could go to, yes, there's going to be rent costs associated with that building. But every day is an opportunity for her to get out of the house, to meet other people that could be a resource to her if she ever needed help. And um, it creates a pattern for her that if she had to go to the police station or go to the hospital or or buy some time to, you know, transition herself, you know, um, into a safer environment, if need be. That's one. The other thing, too, is her stream of income, right? To be able to have um, some type of financial stability because Bilal strikes me as the type to say, well, I'm just not in the mood or you piss me off, so I'm not going to pay for your pads. I'm not going to pay for you to have undergarments or, or a bra or... I'm not going to pay for the things you need for your face facial care or to get your hair done or I'm not going to pay for you to get your hair braided or or I'm not going to pay and I you know what does she have her own car does she drive because it's like he's like he would be check me as a type to be like well I'm not going to put money in your gas in your gas in your car you're driving too much blah 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 all of the stuff that comes with it right so now that she has her quote-unquote yoga studio at the house, he's monitoring who's coming in. So even if they come in and they see she has bruises and or is something's not going right, he can stop people from coming to the house. So now she's cut off from the world, right? Um, she doesn't have family that can come there, right? Um and her stream of income is cut off, right? And I'm a huge proponent of making sure you squirrel your money away. Like, I hate to say it, but I think that even um, if my last relationship had continued for as wealthy as he is, I would have still been in my Novatech account. And I would just let that thing sit for as long as it needs to. And if I need emergency money, I would be doing that. You know, I would have something set up, passive income, to where I never have to work again, but I can still provide for myself, right? Um, and there was one other thing I wanted to add. So she needs to have her own income. Now, I would say the only other thing that I would think of for her is if she can go virtual, 
shoot, I will probably pay a monthly subscription just to subscribe her. Although, I will say this, like, my heart still goes out to her because um, one of the things I remember when she came after the sisterhood and she chewed all of us out. Like, um, this was after he attempted to put her out of the car and I think he came to his senses and realized that it was being filmed. Otherwise, Shaida would have been on a freeway or highway near you trying to get a ride home type of a thing right no lies but um i think he he kind of caught himself and figured he it's being recorded um <clears throat> but if if i were her i would have it virtual and have a membership you know where people can um, pay to do the virtual all across the world and still get her little coins and be able to be self-sufficient with, with, with that or what comes in is how I would do it. Like if she's not allowed to leave the house and I would have her do virtual and or do modules, she could do modules, you know, that, um, let's say worst scenario, worst case scenario, he's not even letting her go live anymore. For the weekly sessions, because the reason I say this is because Peloton, I used to have stock in Peloton, and you would, um, one of the things I liked about it is um, there was, uh, around the time I started investing in it, I'm not, I don't have any more stock with them anymore, but um, Beyonce had come out with the module, so she could do something like that where um, she could go live, but record those and get somebody to just, um, you know, put the the um like the titles and the little round graphics and everything on it and then sell those as packages so if he says okay you're just not going live anymore at least she has a 30-day you know flexibility thing or 30 poses in 30 days or something you know type of thing um but yeah um I, i'm not too happy that she chewed out the sisterhood but I think that, you know, I'm learning to just be patient. I was having a, a conversation with one of these ladies and um, it was at this place I go to. It's a white lady and stuff. And so it was interesting dynamic with that, too. But she was just like, these bitches. I was like, I was like, you know, you have to be patient with them because at one point, you know, we're all going through an awakening. And so it's almost like when you're at a, at a nursery you know, and some of the babies wake up and they're hungry for more and they will start to cry and some kids can sleep through the, the crying of one or two kids or type of thing and or, you know, activity of the nurses coming in and out. And then after a while, if, if you don't really come and address it, then all of them are awake and all of them are alert and all of them are looking around and see what's happening, right? <clears throat> And I think that that's what's happening. And I think that as I close out here for my content creators, you know, I love the variety of voices. I love that I, I'm being stimulated to think in different ways. I know I don't necessarily have the most popular opinions on things or the most evolved yet. <clears throat> but um, it's this whole idea of each one reach one, right? Um, uh, Shaida may not get you know what the sisterhood was really trying to protect her from but there are so many other people that 
understood the assignment that they saw what was happening and that will have changed their life right so with that being said let me go i am really craving some pad thai noodles with um i like to order from this one place called pickup sticks and i every once in a while i will get something from them um and i love their pad thai noodles with no green onions um and i also like their house tofu with extra of the caramelized sauce but last time i had the honey like the honey um tofu and um they put it, it is so delicious it is so good and then of course it's a lot of food so um whatever is left over i just give to my little one my little bruno He's so cute. Every day, I swear. Like, I know. I love my little puppy. He's not even a puppy anymore. He's, he's like, what? So, um, how long have I had him? Six, seven years? Six years. Let me think. 16. No, 17, 18, 19. Yeah, six years. So... I guess he's an old man now. He's like, what, 49? If you're doing... No, no, six times seven. Y'all, I know I'm supposed to know that. I know... Um, so, so, do not laugh at me. 42. My little Bruno is 42 years old. All right, then. So, yeah, just... What are we competing for? If you want to compete, I think, or, or pay attention to what you're attracting, just kind of ask yourself, you know, does this involve marriage? Like, it's one thing to be, you know, validated and have them say, oh, my gosh, you're so beautiful and, you know, you're really attractive. Okay, that's cool. I understand that. It's nice to be in that space. But does he want to marry you? Does he want to have children with you? Can he provide for you, Right. What are the conversations like? Are they stressful? Are there more tears, you know, involved in that whole situation? What is your quality of life going to be? Um, there was, I think, also on Sheila, True Love, I think. Um, she, she likes to post, like, different content creators and TikToks and stuff. And um, one of the, the women said, you know, at this point, you're competing with my piece, right? So if you are not going to you know, keep me in an equilibrium where I'm at peace and I'm happy and I'm full of joy and content and have laughter and happiness and freedom and joy, then, you know, just don't even in introduce yourself. And I think that that's something that I would want in my future relationship. It's kind of like if, if, if we can get to the point where one, you can get within 20 feet of me, I've increased it from six feet to 20 feet at this point. Um, and, and it can even be a hundred feet depending on which city I'm into. Like, yeah, I'm not even playing with you guys. You guys think I'm, I'm probably joking, but I'm not. But if you get to the point where you can be in the same areas that I am, that are nice, um, areas, right. And hold a conversation with me where I'm laughing and my mind is stimulated. I'm in joy and I am at peace and I'm happy, and you can stay on that continuum, you know, then 
so be it. But <laughs> the minute there's there's drama, I'm gonna just do the same thing like I do with everybody else. I'm just block and delete. All right, time to go eat. Bye.